Welcome back to another episode of the Anxious Creative Podcast. Ah, at the time of this, oh, sorry, that was very loud. At the time of this recording, me and this next guest had not yet met in person. However, since the recording, we had got the chance to meet very briefly as this guest had come through Calgary visiting and popped into my salon and oh my gosh, what a treat. I am today, today on the podcast, I am having one of my students, Stephanie on the podcast and she is the most amazing, impressive person. I mean, how we aren't, how, how we haven't connected before now, I don't know how because she loves, she might even love the Backstreet Boys more than me. I mean, I'm willing to say that. That's hard for me to admit. But this gal's seen the Backstreet Boys, like, I mean, I've seen them on multiple continents. I don't know. I mean, now I'm forgetting. But she's seen them a lot, and she's gone to multiple. I mean, now I know who my concert buddy is. But also, we have a very similar past. We've gone through a lot of similar trials in life and overcome them. So I'm so excited to bring Stephanie on the podcast today to share with you her trials and triumph story and how she's also made it through the pandemic. Now, Stephanie is from Ontario, Canada, where they were shut down for I don't even know how long. I want to say like almost the entire year. And she actually joined my program, Rock Your Business, and made back her investment while not being in the salon. So she's not only got such an amazing story and so much to share with you, but also how she took the program and applied it is just, I mean, as her, as the, the leader of the program, I can't be more proud. So I'm so excited for you to get to meet Stephanie. She is just a gem. Like I said, when we recorded this, we hadn't met in person. And then I briefly got to meet her this summer as she popped by um, my salon and I got to say hi. And she is the real deal. So go on and get ready to listen to this amazing conversation between me and Stephanie. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right, welcome back to the Anxious Creative Podcast, you guys. Oh my gosh, we're in for such a treat today. We have got Stephanie here with us, and I'm gonna poke fun at myself because I was gonna say her full name but I kept practicing how to pronounce her last name and I kept getting it wrong. So Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. And can you share with everyone how to say your last name? Thank you so much for having me. So it's Stephanie Rajunti. Oh, it really doesn't sound that complicated when you hear it. Just spelt complicated. <laughs> yeah, I was sharing with Stephanie right before I pressed record that in my head when I see it, I think of Ratatouille. And then I think it's like Stephanie Ragged, Ragged, Raganuti or something. I don't know. It's so weird. And that's the most common one I get is the Raganuti. Really? Is it really? Raganuti. Yes. Yeah, I can see it because the N is there. All right. Well, before we spend the whole podcast dissecting your last name, what where where does your last name come from? It's an Italian last name. So both yeah, my parents are sense. actually Italian and comes from my dad's hometown. I love it. All right. Yeah. So obviously you've got an Italian background, but tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from and where you are in the world. What's your, what's your story? Where are you in the hair industry? How long that sort of thing? So I'm in lockdown, which seems like <laughs> forever. So I'm in Ontario in Canada, um, in the GTA in Toronto. And I've been in the hair industry for 18 years, come next month, which is super exciting and super weird because I'm only 25. So we never right. know. I'm like, huh, the math doesn't add up there. <laughs> no, I've been in the industry for 20 but, years and I'm like, that's weird because I'm 20. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> I saw somebody, I think and, it's yeah. Celine Johnson, where she said, I identify, she's, I think in her fifties and she's like, I identify as a 35 year old. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Love it. She's another one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. So I totally cut you off. No, 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 that's it. Um, I'm a salon renter. So I do rent a chair out of a salon in Brampton. Um, and I've actually been there since I started my hair industry, hair um, profession. So I've been there since I was 18. The same salon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's like almost unheard of. It was a goal of mine actually to establish a relationship with the staff in the salon where I could stay long-term. Um, mm-hmm. I did have a cousin who was in the same industry and she was bounced around, um, bad bosses, bad owners, just treating her terribly. And I didn't want that. So I was very, very lucky. I got into a really good place, a really good shop. Cool. I, um, yeah. when I, like I stayed at the same salon for nine years, I went overseas a couple of times and my boss always worked with me to be like, like I left for England for 14 months and came back and she like was like okay let's figure out a way to get you back in here or I remember going on a vacation for six weeks and being like can I leave for six weeks and come back and she's like how can we work together and she was the most amazing boss and I was like I always had wanted to like be my own boss there was no chair rental there it was commission but it was like too good not to, to, to leave and I probably would still be there to this day if she owned that salon but she sold it and then the new owner brought in new, not didn't do anything illegal or bad, but just it was no longer too good to be true. It was like very regimented. And I was like, man, I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've gone through the whole stages of hourly wage, commission, and now rental. Wow. And all in the same place. Yeah. That's so cool. So, okay. So how did the shift go from being commissioned to being renter within the same place. Was that a hard transition? It was because it was wor- during the worst time in my life. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah, say it's the worst time, but a very a little bit time about in my that. life. Yeah. So Stephanie and um, I have, so, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Stephanie and I have, so you're inside of my program, Rock Your Business, and we have a very similar life path where we've both been married and divorced. And we were kind of chatting before about how, like, when I asked you, I well, well, sorry, I'm like going way off on a tangent, but we'll come back to where we, where we were. Because I actually went self-employed right before my marriage ended, like, like in the thick of it. And I think there was like this part of me that's like, I need freedom somewhere else. Um, but you said, I was like, oh, when did you get divorced? Cause it's like this like weird, like unspoken, like, like tap your nose. Like we're part of the divorce club. We get it. Cause I remember before I was divorced, I was like, oh, everyone gets like 50% of people get divorced. What's the big deal. And then you go through it and you're like, oh shit. Like this is like life altering. You don't plan Absolutely. for it. And all of a sudden, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like the hardest part of my divorce was grieving the loss of the future that I thought was going to happen. It wasn't nail on the head, 100%. Right? Like you have this, and especially, I want to say, especially as women, the dream that we are sold by society about being a bride, being a wife, being a mother, or, you know, whatever it is, the package deal. And like me coming from like a, I don't know if you're from a religious background, but me coming from a religious background, like that was like even more emphasized. 
and then going like, this is what I thought I wanted for my life. And maybe what I actually really wanted at the time. But then when every single piece of your life crumbles into like a fine dust, not even to pieces, right? Literally. <laughs> into a fine dust. And it's like that, like refining you back into a new shape and you can't be anywhere close to the same person you were before. No. Yeah. And no. so- And you don't you- want to be. No, it changes you. I feel like it like chemically yeah. changes you. And the judgment I used to put on people who got divorced quickly, like I remember legit, I remember having this thought, well, clearly they didn't try hard enough because they got divorced like within two. I remember like, oh, they got divorced after two years of marriage. Clearly they didn't try hard enough. And then all of a sudden I found myself two years and two months into marriage leaving and being like, that was, that felt like five decades. Like, when you're not in a healthy relationship, this is going way, I'm going real hard on down the divorce thing, but like, really, like, I, I don't think people understand it until they go through it. And so when I, when I asked you before we started recording, I was like, oh, when did you get divorced? And you're like 2014, like the knee jerk reaction, the reflex was like, oh, that was a while ago. And then I went, Don, you got divorced in 2011 and it feels like yesterday. And I'm actually coming up. So J- June 30th, July 1st, is like the 10 year anniversary of like me exiting the marriage, like the sit down comp, like, and it's a, I don't know, I call it the black hole of time. Like there's six months of my life. I don't really remember <laughs> post like leaving. And I had tried to leave multiple times, but I remember like, it was like July 1st um, being like, we're done. And I don't know, do you remember like the exact date and like the conversation and stuff? I remember what I was doing, what I was wearing, where I was in the house, how it came up. I remember everything. Mm-hmm. It's and crazy. Even, it's crazy. Sorry, go ahead. We're all sorry. The internet delay. We cut each. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Those of you guys listening, I don't even know <laughs> if it records it that way or if it just sounds more like. Let's hope it doesn't. But no, I'm saying I agree with you. Like it's totally crazy how you you even almost can kind of feel what you were feeling at that time Mm -hmm. it's a trauma right when you talk about it yeah I remember this is and it's like it's surreal and like you're not thinking straight because you don't really when you hear about other people getting divorced or when I used to it's like you think it like ends in like a big fight or and like I'm sure it can sometimes or like you don't really think about like the, the two adults sitting down having like a calm conversation and I'm not saying that necessarily happens always but I remember being like it's over it's over and then like getting getting a white piece of paper and like putting our names at the top and drawing drawing a line through it and we had a conversation about who gets what right then and there right then and there I was also 28 I was young but like me too yeah I was like it's done and like that was the first conversation we have and I joke because like I feel and like my my marriage was really unhealthy and I believe that we both were were um I don't want to speak on behalf of my ex-husband at all but and I don't ever want to bash or speak ill of someone but we were just like really not in a healthy relationship both sides and where was I going with this? Oh, I like, we've had conversations since um, like via the internet, like not face-to-face conversations. Um, what was I gonna say about that? That's, that thought totally left my brain, but basically like, it just was super unhealthy. I don't know, there was a point I was gonna make and it's gone, but 
anyway, it's just like a really surreal, like we were both immature, didn't really know how to handle this. Like, how do you, what are your next steps? And like, you were saying, you remember like where you were in the house and, and the conversation and how long did it take you oh, until wait. it sunk in? Yeah. Do you feel like you were kind of like not in your body? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't believe that the words literally left my mouth. And was that the first was, time that you had said it? Um, the, yes. The first time in saying that that was it, it was done. Not the first time in, I don't want to say threatening, but saying if, you know, if patterns don't change, like I I'm telling you now I'm going to leave because yeah. I knew I was getting to my breaking point. Um, and I'm still, I'm still pro-marriage. I still, you know, in the future, I still would love to be married. Um, but it is, it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough yeah. to think of, but I think sometimes too, you know, these big things happen in your life and then it opens a door for something else, obviously. Um, and that's when it brought me to, okay, what, what big thing can I do? What good thing can yeah. I bring into my life? And that was, you know, taking control of my, my business. Um, yeah, you totally feel out of your body. It's almost like you're hovering and you yeah. kind of are watching it. Happen. I remember what I was going to say. So this is like, this is like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm poking fun at my ex-husband, but like, I remember like, cause we, I think it was like so surreal and probably neither one of us like, is this really what's happening? And like the fact that I'm like, okay, it's finally over. Let's like, who gets what, like, what a weird next step. Um, and he, I remember him and he, I want to honor the fact that people can have be in the same moment and their experiences can be very different. But what I remember oh. and my memory of it is him going, well, I should have rock band because you don't have the PS, what, like whatever the system is. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like I was thinking bigger items, but rock band, like remember how rock band was so popular? I love that game. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> hours and hours, countless yeah. hours playing. <laughs> You're like, you don't have the PlayStation or whatever. I don't know what it is. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. yeah it's like, Mine didn't body, take it like that at all. He didn't take it like that? No, he thought it was just another like, oh, okay. Like the next day I remember coming in the house after work. And at this point I was working three jobs as well. And um, yeah, yeah. So I was a stylist. I worked for um, Beachbody and I worked for a beauty supply store. Uh, but yeah, he came in and he came, I came in and he went to like, give me a hug and be all affectionate. And I kind of looked at him and I was like, did anything I said last night resonate in there? Because mm -hmm. yeah, it's done. Like we're done. Like we're done. The house was already up for sale. Um, because oh, wow. we were, had, we had, we had planned to move back into the, into the GTA. And, uh, I was just like, okay, whatever. 50, 50 down the line. I don't care. Just let's go. Let's move, move forward. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. I remember that being like, I remember a couple weeks later him being like, so like, I just don't want us to regret missing out on things together. Like, I think he thought it was just like, a, like, like, like I'll come back around. And I was like, no, this isn't changing. And I can't imagine being on the receiving end. Right. Like, and I'm, once again, I'm not here, like, I'm not trying to paint my as the bad person I think it was like both people but like I'm the one who initiated leaving and um yeah not that I I don't know it, and that, that's hard 
it's hard to talk about your experience when there's another person's life involved and I don't want to speak ill of somebody else and I also know like with like wow I'm going into like way long tangents but I remember when I started dating Nick and I was like is there you don't ask me about my marriage and like you know it existed I'm now with a new person like don't you want to know anything and he's like I mean yeah but I didn't know how to bring it up and I was like well what do you want to know and I thought this is like one thing I really admired about him and he said what part did you play in the breakdown of your marriage? And he Such said- Such a great question. Right? Because now I'm not saying there aren't instances where a person didn't play a part. Um, but I truly think that a lot of times, like regardless of whatever can happen, like everyone does have a part in it. And he said, the fact that you owned your responsibility in it was huge for him, for him being my current partner. And I was like, oh, good. And like, I think that's like a sign of like the work I did and the therapy I did. Um, but after going back, because we, re I really went on the, the divorce train after you were saying like, I went out on my own in my business. And that's really what we're talking about. But it like, I think physiologically changes you, mentally changes you. And do you feel like after like this dream, this future, the plan you had your life, seeing like having it unfold when that like, crumbled to dust into pieces, taking risks in other areas. You're like, well, what, what else, like, could there be anything worse that happens? Do you feel like that was part of it? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, here I am, bought a house at 24, was married at 24, started my life. I had the white picket fence. You mm -hmm. know, my ex-husband was great. I can't say he wasn't, he's a great man. He still is to this day, a great man. Um, yeah. our differences aside and I had it all, you know, I had the big house. I had the vehicles in the driveway. We both had great careers. It was, we were going, that was yeah. it. This was life. We were going, you know, um, and that got stripped away. And then you go, Oh God, now what? Um, and I'm very much the person, give me a goal and I'm going to push. Mm -hmm. So I said, I said, to, I, I said to myself, do it okay. and I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll do it in half the time because, you know, I like to do 10,000 things at once. Yeah. Um, so I knew I needed to concentrate on something. Mm -hmm. And that in turn, I literally went to the salon and I said, okay, let's do this. I'm ready to become a renter. And the owner was like, okay, great. Let's do it. And I literally got thrown in as great as it is to be thrown into something like that and something I can handle. I literally had no idea what the hell I was doing. So yes, I got the clients down pat. I know how to do hair. I've been doing this for so long. I got that. The whole business aspect of it. Yep. I had no idea, no idea. And then that the rocker business literally has changed my world. So you went self-employed in what, 2015 or 20, in 2014, the same year you got divorced? 2015. And then, so you like, kind of like wong it, someone like, actually one of my students was watching my YouTube video at the current time that we're recording this, my YouTube video that came out and she's like, can I just say that I love that you said wong it and not winged it. <laughs> it's like, I would not ever think to say winged it. It's like you swing or you swung. So you wing or you wong. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I, I like didn't even know there was an like, am I saying it the improper way I don't know uh it's like when people correct my grammar I'm like you know what maybe this isn't the right place on the internet for you because <laughs> you like, knew what I was saying right 
Yeah, like so you, why are you, you understand it. That's all that matters. Um, anyway, wow, tangent again. We should be counting how many tangents I go on. What was what were we saying? Oh, you just winged business. You won it. Yeah. For five years. I won it. Walk me through, like, how did you find out about Rock Your Business and what made you decide to join it? I'm super curious. So I actually reflected on this because I can't remember the exact moment I heard about Rock Your Business. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can remember is I literally saw your profile on Instagram and I was like, I know I see her name. I know I see her stuff, but like, who is she? And I can't, I don't know if it was like a sponsored ad. I can't remember if I joined on your morning live. Like I could not remember, but I noticed we had been, I had been following you since 2017. Oh, wow. You didn't even like, know it. Oh, no. You probably started and then I'm like, your painting back then. Maybe. And then I was like, oh my God, she loves Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I'm your girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can we please? I think they're coming to Toronto in 2022. They go to Toronto. I'm coming to visit. And so I'm, we just are going to have to hang out. Well, I mean, I'm going to the show. So like, come on. Yeah. Let's get, I already got my tickets. Hey, I have such a regret when their last tour, which was I think two or three years ago when they came to Calgary, I went, I like joined their VIP um, group so I could get advanced seating. I never bought tickets ever because I'm not really like a concert person and I got like 13th row and I was like sweet and then all of a sudden I went back and checked and front row was available and it was like $1,400 for the ticket and I remember saying to Nick like I have, I have to buy two because I'm not going to buy one and go alone in the front row and I don't know who I'm going to go with but like do I spend like $3,000 on two tickets and then try to sell these other $600 tickets I bought and I'm like that seems irresponsible. Like who's, and then I was like in the mindset, cause I feel like I'm the only one that likes Backstreet Boys and I'm weird to be like a 38 year old woman who's like obsessed with Nick Carter still. Um, but I was like, ah, that's too big of a risk. And then like they sold out and I was like, I totally, I should have bought the front row. Like, although I would see every single wrinkle and it wouldn't be the same and it like might tarnish the fantasy. <laughs> Still the front row would be wicked. And I'm like, I kick myself to this day of not, not going to Vegas and not getting the front row. Anyway. Oh, okay, Vegas so was a great show. Vegas was a great go. show. But I was in I was in Calgary two years ago. I did come. Oh, uh, did you? You were there? Edmonton. So I was there. Uh, and I will tell you that your thought of them from you know 20 years ago is not going to be tarnished. I'm telling you, you need to meet these men. <laughs> did you meet them? Did you go to the meet and greet? Oh, yeah. I thought about it once again. I was like, will it ruin the dream? It will not. They are amazing. They are amazing bunch of humans. They are so great. So, so okay. great. I've met them plenty of times. It's ridiculous how many shows I've been to. I always think, I always compare it to like, cause one, like bring out new music, but you know, you're going to have to sing all the old ones. Cause that's, and like, what brilliant marketing, right? Like nobody cares about your new music. People just want to relive that time in their lives. And, but then, yep. it, and I think like, that's like doing the same haircut over and over. And then it gives me like a lot of compassion for them for being like, man, like it's a great living that you got, like you guys are still able, like you're the best boy band of all times. I'm going to say, I don't think it's new kids on the block. I think it's Backstreet Boys. And 
you have to redo the same thing for the last 25 years. It'd be like doing the same haircut. Like, I think I, I'm surprised they haven't been like, you know what, the money's great, but like, I can't do this anymore. But I guess if well, I had like, did. if I was doing the same haircut with like thousands of people around me telling me how amazing I am, maybe I'd be okay with it. That's the thing. It's a different experience every show because I've asked yeah. them this. Oh, okay. I have fully asked them this and it's, it is because it's a different crowd every show. It is a totally different experience. Cause people even ask me like, how do you go see the same show multiple times? Cause every tour, North American tour, I do about nine shows. Shut up. Okay. And we it, have to go together. Cause I need to find my concert buddy. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> but it's, you're around different people. It's a different venue. Um, some nights they're like on an extra high, you know, like because the, the vibe is different. So the show is just totally different every night. As Even much as it's the same, the same dance moves, the same songs, the same set, like it's still a different vibe. So like I can go to like the last time I was out West, we did um, Calgary and Ed, um, really? Edmonton, Calgary and Vancouver. And like, so basically did a whole week of concerts of theirs. Yeah. So typically me and my one girlfriend typically pick places where we haven't been. Yeah. So that'll be like pick one bucket, bucket list place and we'll do the concert there. But then we spend like a week and we travel. So like the upcoming show is LA. So we're going to LA for a week, but we're doing two shows while we're there. Right. And then we'll do like a little mini road trip. So we'll pick another spot in the tour and we'll do like a little mini road trip to places we haven't been. Fun. Yeah. And do you get floor seating? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like, you got to get good seats if you're going out because like nosebleeds is no fun. Yeah. So if like you were to ask me if you should have spent the $3,000 on the front row, like I would not be the person to ask because I'm probably going to give you the answer you don't want to hear. <laughs> I know I should have. I know I should have. Next time. Okay. So you... Realized you'd been following me. You liked that I liked the Backstreet Boys. And can, can you, like, what's your first memory of hearing about Rocker Business and what intrigued you about it? Because here's the thing is it's not, it's not for everyone. Um, and so I'm so curious what drew you into it. Um, your energy. I started watching your lives in the morning, your business breakfast and bedhead. And mm -hmm. I know I've told you this before in DMs and stuff, but you have a, a sense of energy about you. And I was like, Ooh, she like, you draw people in. And I think it's because you're just so real. It's, oh, it's no that's fuss, that's no muss. It's, this is who I am. This is how yeah. I educate. If you want to become a part of my crew, let's do it kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like that's what I felt right off the bat. It's your energy. Oh, thanks. Cause sometimes I feel like I, like, I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, and like, I'm an introvert. However, like it lights me up doing those lives. And like, you can tell when like, like yesterday I was, I don't know if you were there yesterday, but I was, oh, someone's like, did you just have a B12 shot? <laughs> and I was like, and like, for those of you guys listening, I don't, I don't know, Stephanie, if you were around last year when I got a B12 shot and I like on my stories, it's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm just old. Like, I was like the first time I got a B12 shot, I was like, I can do anything. Like it was like the equivalent. Um, I don't know if I should admit this on my part. It was the equivalent to doing like hard drugs. Yep. 
And because uh, like, it, it gives you that jolt. You're like, oh my God, why don't yeah. I feel like this every day? I was like, does your body get into tolerance for this? Because it's like, is it, this is legal. And um, it's been a really long time since I felt this way. <laughs> anyway. Are you sure you only gave me B12? Are you right. Positive? What did you put in my veins? And it's lasting. <laughs> this is a trip. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was like just high on life yesterday. Um, but yeah, it's that, that is like such a good compliment because you know, it's funny. And it's like funny how like, and I'm sure you have some of these, there's like, someone makes a comment to you once in your life and it's a passing comment and it sticks with you. And I remember someone saying to me that I was fake and that hit me in the feels because I was like, what? And so anytime someone says they appreciate my realness, it really like, I'm going to tear up. It really means a lot to me because feeling, and I don't know, I feel like anyone who's in rock your business, like we're all the same people, like feeling a lifetime of feeling misunderstood, misperceived, misinterpreted, and then to have, and like people thinking you have ulterior motives and then to to have someone be like, I appreciate your realness. It's like, wow, it's like a really nice thing to like, be like, oh, they get it. Absolutely. We're people pleasers by nature right so yeah. when we hear stuff like that it does stick I totally understand that I yeah. told, you're like oh, oh wait a second that's that's not what I was trying to give off that's not the vibe right? I was going for and then you like stop and I like went through a period of not being myself because I'm like oh my gosh being myself people think I'm being fake so then you become fake to try to have people think you're real and it's really messy a vicious cycle because then you're like I don't feel good this isn't me this is not who I want to be but this is what the world wants me to be and like that's like the cool thing and I love about the rock your business community it's like we don't give a fuck what society thinks we should be we're going to be who we are and we're going to kick ass doing it and we can have successful businesses that doesn't mean we bend over backwards at the detriment of our own health and well-being that we can grow our wealth and take care of our health absolutely that was a good one. We can grow our wealth and take care of our health. I feel like that <laughs> Write that one down. That's my new tagline. It used to be, wait. Oh shoot, what is it? It's like build, no, something, change your life, business, and bank account. Ah, uh, yes. I like that one. Um, okay, so you came to Business Breakfast in Bedhead, which is my morning show on Instagram. Uh, and then you joined Rock Your Business January of 2021, right? Yeah, right in the middle of lockdown. Yeah, I was going to say, so Ontario has been shut down for how many months now? Six. Six months. And then before that, how long? We were open for four and we were shut down for three and a half in 2020. So what made you decide? Because Rock Your Business isn't the cheapest option. Um, I think one of the turning points was when you said, if you feel like investing in this will give you it back tenfold, then it's a great investment. And I just said, Stephanie, just go for it. Just go for it. I, I, as you talked about things every morning, I was like, okay, I need to know more about this. And, oh, I really love that strategy. I need to know more. Right. And that's when I was just like, okay, pulling the ripcord, we're doing it. And, and yeah. And you did it. So I had also, you guys listening, I have not I have not given Stephanie these questions, so I have no idea what her answers are going to be. <laughs> um, so you joined Rocker Business in January, and it's, it's an investment for sure. And you haven't been back to work yet since. No. And would you say it was worth it? 
Absolutely. <sighs> I didn't know what your answer was going to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So tell me more about that because you haven't necessarily, have you had the opportunity to make your money, like not behind the chair, you haven't been able to make your money back. How would you, what, in what ways was it worth it? Oh my gosh. So you are really good at saying like, you know, we love education, but we hate implementing mm. and you force it. And it's like, I'm the person I want to learn and I'll implement right away. And if I don't, then I know that it was a poor investment for me. I'm not interested. Right. And every module I implemented as much as I could without being at the shop, without right. being at work. Um, so like emails right off the bat, I started literally right off the bat. And, you know, it took a little trial and error, <laughs> mm -hmm. couple of different, couple of different platforms, but like now I send my emails out every month and I still only do once a month. Some months I've done two. Mm -hmm. um, the tricky part about that is some months I'm like, what the hell do I say? Yeah. Cause I'm not behind the chair. Yeah. So that's the stuff that's been tricky. Um, but yeah, the emails literally right away, all of your spreadsheets, for, you know, what we charge, how should we mm -hmm. charge it? Things like that literally right away. So I have never known what my business cost me ever in 18 years. And ever. like, I think that's a very common thing in our industry. Yep. It's, we, you know, call the supplier, make our supply list mm -hmm. order and we do hair and we charge what we charge, not knowing if we're actually making money. Right. <laughs> Yes, the money is going into the bank account, right? But how much of that money is going away because we have supplies to pay for? So, I've real that was probably one of the hardest things for me. Mm -hmm. I hate bookkeeping. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. So it is something I probably will give someone else to do once I'm back open. Yeah. Um, but at least I've started it, and I'm starting to see now. Oh, like I went back into like 2019 and like pulled my receipts and like literally inputted everything just so I could see what was coming out and what was going out and what was coming in. I love that. And I went, oh my, oh my God. When, it, when you know what to do, it's kind of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how valuable has the community been to you? Cause I know you're quite active in there. I think it's so right off the bat, I think I was telling one of my girlfriends, I was like, I love the fact that I can speak to like-minded people who know what I'm talking about mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like no judgment yeah you know I could put I've put up some really weird questions and being like I know this probably sounds stupid but help yeah. and, like, <laughs> and like you get responses and like people are like let me know how it goes or if you want to chat more let's chat and like we can go through it together and like this is what I did and this is what mm -hmm. worked for me um, so being able to brainstorm and bounce off ideas and that has been absolutely life-changing. I love that. And yeah, like the first time you're like, maybe this is dumb. And then the second time you're like, Hey, I'm just kind of feel silly about it. And then eventually you're like, I don't have to apologize about this anymore. <laughs> and you like see other people's questions and like truly, and that's like the most important pieces. I call it like a, a stress-free group but also like no judgment. Like it's like people who just like want to be met where they're at with kindness, compassion, empathy. And that's like the thing that I can't have control over as people who join it, but it's really beautiful to see you guys, the rock star RY beers cultivating that vision that I had for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been a 
pretty amazing experience throughout and like I we finished oh gosh when did we finish our March March maybe yeah I think it was just the beginning of March yeah um but like I did voice call I did like video chats with some of the other RYBers and like it's just nice that people get it yeah. you know, that we're kind of going through the same struggles. Mm-hmm. And then if we've overcome them, it's like, Hey, I actually just did this and it did really well. Why don't you give it a shot? Love it. You know, did like you things like challenge? that. Yeah. You were in the challenge. I'm sorry. Right? You I the won same. the challenge. You won the challenge. I was like, I don't want to say it just in case I got it wrong, but you won the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I did I win the challenge. Um, the whole, like putting it in front of me challenge thing. I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah like I'm the person like don't doesn't respond well to those always well I'll compete against myself but as soon as I feel like I'm competing against other people I'm like you, you can win <laughs> it's like a weird personality thing and I agree with that because I don't necessarily feel like I'm competing against somebody else but I'm competing against saying Stephanie you can do better yeah and like the expectation you you you, you can do more mm-hmm. so do more don't just do the bare minimum you can do this Love that. So it's not necessarily the challenge against other people. So what would you say to someone who's thinking about joining Rock Your Business? Is they're like, you know what, this seems like I'm a little nervous because it's a lot of money, but I don't know. Like, what would you say as someone who joined and hasn't been in the salon since? And you're saying, actually, here's my first question. Being on the other side, because I think the hardest part is like, we always want, I know for me, I want to fast forward to the future figure out what the best decision is, and then come back to the present and make that decision. And making the decision is the hardest part. Like, is this going to be the right thing? And, you know, I have money back guarantee and stuff, but that's still, it's like still hard to make the decision. My first question is, what would you say the program is worth? You, you spent a thousand dollars on it. What would you say it's worth? Oh, oh, like 10 times that easily. Yeah easily there's so much information um the weekly lo- like classes that we did together just so much value there's so much in there and you know you have it for life like you, t- you said right from the beginning you guys you have this you don't have to follow along go at your own pace mm-hmm. um and like I still go back and read through my notes and look through some stuff and be like okay is there anything new that I could implement even though I'm still in lockdown um what can I tweak what can I change Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, we still have the community. So we go back and forth in there, but oh my God, the value well beyond what you charge for it. Well beyond. I love it. And so going back to that question of like, what would you say to someone who's thinking about it? What do you wish, what do you wish Stephanie today could say to Stephanie in January, right before she bought? Oh, definitely just do it. But I understand the reservedness because well, well, let's put it this way. I tell everybody, you spend your money somewhere. Everybody puts their money somewhere. As stylists, I would give a good, a solid 80% of stylists spend money on education throughout the year. So why wouldn't you invest in something in your business? Yeah. Yeah, technique education right? is great, it's, but you still need to know how to deal with your clients. How many classes have you gone to and you're, and you spend the $500 for a, a, a class on a mannequin and you only come out with one thing. Mm. It's that one, but that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And that's a one day class. It's a five, five to eight hour class. Yeah. But it's 
I always find value no matter what, because you always learn something. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not necessarily stuff you didn't know, but it's like, oh, I knew that, but that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Or an easy way of putting it. Because we're overcomplicated. So I would definitely just be like, yep, get out of your own head and just do it. Get out of your own head and sign up because the value is there. There's definitely a lot of value in it. I love that. So Stephanie, as we wrap up, what can be like, what, what does the future look like for you? I know that's like a really tough question in the middle of you, but you're still locked down, but what do you, what do you think the next five, 10 years in the industry looks like for you? I hope not still locked down. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to get back to you know, um, small steps. I would like to get back to behind the chair, um, really implement obviously a lot more stuff from the rocker business into my business because I haven't been able to implement everything. And there's, I have notes beyond notes, beyond notes for it. I love um, it. Like you haven't been behind the chair, but you've still found great value in it, which goes to show you how much we need to like work on our businesses our industry in a whole, you know, like your big thing is you want to change the way our industry is, is running. And I, I 100% for that. And I totally agree about that. Um, so my goals, Ooh, I don't know. Um, definitely get behind the chair, grow my business as much as I can. Mm -hmm. I have dug deep. I know that I'm definitely the stylist that wants to be behind the chair. Um, I love doing hair. Mm -hmm. I'm not someone who is necessarily an educator. but I love to speak on things about, you know, I just like uplifting people. And that's why I think I love what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, who knows, maybe in the future, you know, running a salon, um, I am in a great location now, but I've always said, you know, maybe if that comes up, then I'll, I'll do something like that, running my own business, which, you know, gives me heart palpitations. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, am I committing to my future right now? I love it. Well, if people want to stay connected with you and watch your journey unfold, where can they find you? Um, so on Instagram, it's S Rajunti. Um, and then we'll my website the is show notes for all you guys to know how to spell it. Yeah. We'll, we'll spell it correctly for you. Um, and then on my, I have my website, which is I've got you which is also something I did through RYB. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. And colored spelled the Canadian way for all you Americans listening. It's with yes. you, color and C-O-L-O-U-R. I get, um, E-D. I get oh, yeah, E-D, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, so you made your website from Rock Your Business. So I found you, we had a class with Piper. Piper, Piper yeah. And um, that was another one that I was like, Ooh, oh, do I do it? Do I not do it? And I was like, no, Stephanie, you need a website. You have no idea what you're doing. You're doing it. And, and oh my time. gosh, her program is amazing. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out the web shop lounge, um, donbradley.com slash web shop, you can, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Game changer. Like I was actually just yesterday teaching about like how to create passive income as a stylist. And was saying like having a website is really important. And I built mine for two years with free education and with Piper's you can build it in under a month for paid. And it's really not that big of an investment to get two weeks, two weeks. You had your website up and running. Yeah. And I spent two years and like, I'm always like, you can learn everything for free on the internet. It'll just take you a little bit longer. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, 
Stephanie, thank you so much for coming and sharing with the Anxious Creative community. And thank you for being such a key member in Rock Your Business. I am so impressed with you believing and trusting in yourself, taking the giant leap to join the program. I don't take that lightly. And not beating yourself up over the fact that you can't implement everything, but you did what you could with what you had. And I think that's the hardest part is like, we want to we wanna rush in, we want to go head first, we want to do all the things, and then we get overwhelmed and we don't do any of it, but you just continue to chip away at it. And I'm really excited to see where your life and your business takes you in the next six months, year, two years. Yay, thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yay, well, I'm sure you'll be back again. Yay. <laughs> okay, how sweet is she? Like, don't you want to be her best friend? She's so fun. And I mean, she is such a natural born leader. I see her all the time inside of the, our, our private communities um, for my students, helping others out and sharing. And it's just really so amazing. And I don't know if you knew, but yes, I have my signature program, Rock Your Business, which you can get on the wait list for at dawnbradley.com slash RYB. But if you're wanting to get connected with a community sooner than that, if you're wanting to be able to get, um, you know, really budget-friendly education with a community, I want to let you know that when you buy any of my budget-friendly focused programs like the client building bundle for only $37, which you can get at donbradley.com slash clients. You do get access to the stress-free community Facebook group that we have, which there are people like Stephanie in there ready, as well as myself in there to answer questions, to support you and encourage you. So go ahead and check out all the programs I have to offer at donbradley.com slash academy. You'll check out all the stress-free education that I have there, and I can't wait to see you inside the stress-free community Facebook group. All right, until next episode, have an awesome time, friend. Thank you for being here, and I can't wait to hang out soon.